Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and I'm Dr. Joanne White, and I want to welcome you and say Happy New Year to everybody. Happy 2019. I believe and hope that this is going to be an incredible year. And speaking of incredible years and incredible kinds of things, what do you know? What do you think you know about animals and about their ability to really support us and help us and maybe even help us heal? Many people have discovered that about their pets in terms of dogs and cats. However, what about a horse? Well, you're going to find out more with my very special guest. I'm talking about Helen Brennan, who's an author and an equine professional in England. She's also an accomplished writer, trainer, holistic therapist, who has a passion for horse welfare and a deep respect for them as sentient beings. It was her beloved horse, horses who nurtured her through a very trying period of immense sorrow culminating in a beautiful and unexpected spiritual awakening. Complementing her writing, Helen's time is now dedicated to her horse sanctuary, The Haven, which she founded to ensure a lasting and a safe place where a horse's inner wisdom is free to be released and allowed to shine. Thank you, Helen. How are you? Oh, I'm good, thank you. It's good to talk to you, Dr. Joanne. Thank you for having me on the show, and Happy New Year oh, I, to everyone. I, I am very excited because um, I, I think that it's so important that we share these amazing animals and just what they can do for us. And let's start with your story because you have an incredible story that awakens you to to their healing abilities, and our listeners would love to hear it. Oh, yeah. Well, it was a wonderful um, experience that I think was being offered to me for a long time. But I think as most of us know, life's so busy and we're wrapped up in um, all the worries and troubles and um, routines that sometimes we we miss what our animals are trying to communicate to us. And I um, obviously... Um, loved them very much and you know they've been a part of my life from being very young but it was only in that time when I was suffering from um, you know the loss of a child and you know our family was grieving that that they captured me in the present moment when I had let go of all the jobs and all the worrying and all the running around that you know that we're trying we're usually trying to do and things we're trying to achieve and saw um, 
I just saw this beauty and this connection and I realized that they were trying to um, show me me. They were, they were mirroring back to me what was inside of me. And that was the beginning of it, really. That was the beginning of this um, awareness that I um, started to tap in, into. Um, and we, we, we began this, this journey of discovery. And it was beautiful. It was just waiting so let me ask- uh, for me. <laughs> was the traumatic experience the loss of, of of a child? Was that it? What it was? Yeah, yes. I'd um, we'd we'd um, my husband and I had, had lost a, a child, and um, we um, um, the the baby was was stillborn, and then we'd had the funeral, and then it was so so quickly. Um, after that period, you know, it was sort of instantaneous, really, that, that suddenly they they would do it initially by, they'd, I'd obviously have to get up and go and do my usual routine of um, caring for them, mucking them out and, and doing all the, the usual jobs. But there was just this, I could feel the difference in the energy that um, I was stepping into every morning and I started to really listen and they caught me in that moment and then suddenly a whole new uh, world was opened up to me and although I was taken on this um, what I describe as a a spiritual awakening um, I also was learning about how they heal us so I was I had this sort of multi-dimensional experience um, so I was learning about who I was, I was learning about who they were, and I was practically um, sort of adding to my physical skills how to read and interpret what they were communicating to me. So um, it was just phenomenal, and I realized a lot of the holistic therapies that I'd learned in the past where I would have to connect, uh, I'll be very present and connect to my breath, um, and um watch their subtle responses had sort of prepared me for this experience that was just waiting to happen really um and that obviously became uh, gosh the most important focus reading the body language the visual signs for me it developed into you know I I could hear I could I had the inner dialogue which was translated into word, which, you know, is different for all of us. Some some people who have that connection sometimes, you know, feel it. It, it happens different for different people. Um, but because it was so, so what were they? I, I, sorry. What were they telling you? Um, they would tell me um, all sorts of truths about... Um, how so the belief systems that I had in place so all the things that I thought I had to do or I should do um they were saying I had choices they were saying they were showing me things in the sense that I um they weren't true really and the truth was a very very simple and um 
that the truth's never a manipulation. So when you come from your heart, like they do, and they live in the moment, and they're experiencing in the moment and and responding in the moment, that that was the true place of being. And I realized that I wasn't living like that. So they would show me really, sometimes really little simple things that I was doing. So they'd show me uh, relationships that I had where there, where there was codependency. So um, I, I started to realize that um, I would be, if I carried on reacting the way I did in that a certain relationship, then neither people in that relationship would grow and so they would so it was it's really hard to quite describe it because the 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 words were that were translated into words so within my my mind um were instantaneous so i would have that realization about a relationship or a realization about uh something that i've been taught you know in uh, from you know maybe what i've been brought up and taught it would happen instantaneously in in like a in like a flash the realization would be there and i would see from this higher perspective and i realized that when i step back out into my day-to-day world i would be responding very differently to many of the um situations you know in in day-to-day life and that's how it sort of unfolded it's quite hard to describe in words (laughs) So, um, yeah, <laughs> it may sound strange. But, Not to um, me. It doesn't, think, sound, yeah. it doesn't <laughs> sound strange to <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I know that, um, well, I've worked with animal communicators, and you also yeah. do that now. I know when, when my beautiful Siamese cat... Um, had to be put down, and I was, like, so grieving about it. I mean, I I spoke with an animal communicator who said that she was in a lot of pain, and and she was afraid to go by herself. She wanted help. But she knew I was... And she knew I was busy, and it, and she would wait until I was less busy, which 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 yeah. sort of broke my heart oh, because yeah. again, animals take care of you, right? So yeah. she she wanted yeah. she, she wanted help, but she also was seeing what my life was and thought, you know, okay, well, yeah. you you know, you you come first, which to me is so beautiful. So I totally get it. You yeah. you put together this beautiful horse sanctuary, The Haven. I love the name of it. Tell us about that and what what kind of place it is and, and what happens in that place. Um, well, I think, uh, I think the passion's always been there for me to create a place for animals and horses. I remember being very young and uh, having this dream of this place of safety for them. And after this experience, um, that dream uh, became a reality, but with a slightly different twist on it in that um, it was two-way. You know, it was, I knew this was going to be a very equal um, kind of relationship with each animal that came. So 
we were I became very aware that they like you said about your your cats they you know they want to play a part in how their um, environment and the world and the care um is taken forward so uh, i i knew i had to create this place where that respect was upheld and um i i began to um we we set it my husband and i set it up um and we've allowed it to evolve uh, um, organically. So as different animals have come and I connect with them and communicate with them. And um, we want to put many, many sort of um, plans into action. Um, but it's, we're working with um, all those subtle communications that they offer us to ensure that they... Uh, can live the best life um, they can as domestic, you know, horses, um, which is, is difficult in the UK. We don't have masses of of, um, of ground. We do have about seven acres. So we've, I've done, I really enjoy doing research and we've researched into a lots and lots of different ways to uh, create stimulation and, encourage all the natural um like physiological um aspects to them to be uh fulfilled so um and stimulated so that's something that we we um i think will just constantly evolve um and the other side of it was i knew that they want to work but they um, you know they have they're they're intelligent intelligent beings and I respect that so I, I observe them and work with them and I know they're here to heal and they use me as the facilitator so this is something that we wanted to develop uh, gradually and organically like like the the environment so it's slowly growing into um, uh, their workspace really um, where they help people um and it's very uh natural it's very easy and we try and create space for people who come to uh, observe in the way i did you know the artists will mirror back um you know they become one with them in that moment and they're very sensitive to any emotional energy and there will be this sort of natural union and the the, the um, people who come can sort of take that back and really look at it and decide how they are going to take the next step forward in whatever it might be that, you know, whatever direction that they may be looking to go into next. So, um, so there's beautiful healing um, going both ways from the horses to us and us to the horses and our long-term um, hope is that we can we can put this into a trust for the future generations and keep this space for um, animals and horses and soul seekers alike. <laughs> so let me ask you this: Do do people come there to ride the horses too, and and how what kind of interaction goes takes place between people who come to visit the haven and and the horses? The people who come are usually uh, we do work from the ground, so um, they'll interact 
with them because usually it's not horse people that that come so it they will um it's very strange really that's joanne because people um seem to sort of know when they want to come it's 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 a it's a bit of a calling and uh, they'll get a feeling or a sense that they want to come and i certainly can feel um something the energy between them as as they prepare to come um and we usually walk we'll have a little chat and then we walk into one of the fields and you can sense straight away who who which horse will work with the person that's come and um um so it's but we do have um i i have um a couple of young people that come who are very connected already you know i do think this next generation have this amazing um perception and ability to connect to our life um and there's one little boy in particular who comes who said he doesn't want to ride with saddles or bits um he has this amazing connection and and communicates beautifully with them so for him i do work with him um through ridden work because that is where he wants to um develop and grow which is is not that easy with all health and safety rules these days when um you get a young person who wants to do that but because he has such uh, um he has such, he, he's so young and so knowing that i i want to help him develop that and and help him develop his connections so um although we're we're a small um um you know place we do try to uh, accommodate um, different different aspects that people come to um, to try and grow with and through for personal development. So, um, but mainly, yeah, people work with horses on the ground, and um, sometimes we'll do activities. But it tends to be very obvious. Um, I mean, some people come from healing. Who people who may be poorly who will just come for healing, lay down on the bed and the horses will come around them and you can feel that beautiful, powerful healing energy doing its work. Um, so it's so varied really and, and it's evolving, as I said before, um, I follow their direction really. Now you had one horse in particular when you were going through your own healing that helped you. Could you share that That. Firstly, how that horse connected with you and what that was like? Well, it was just so, um, I think spellbinding is the only word that can it was, can capture it, really. It was so beautiful. And her eye, it hit, it hit the, the core of me. She penetrated every layer of who I was. And... Um, she just drew me in and the love that I experienced, the gentleness and um, the way she wrapped herself around me. And it was the, it was that feeling of the power of the energy that she held that couldn't, you know, she was doing such beautiful things with that power 
you know, she could do anything she wants with that power, but she did the most beautiful things with it and offered me this unconditional love. And I realized at that time I was loved by something greater than anything physical. Um, and so it, she just, it was so humbling. I think I, I was recognizing what they, what the true heart was all about and the depth of the heart's heart. And it, you know, I did do a lot of crying. <laughs> um, and I was crying because of this beauty, this magnificence, this luxury that we have um, of life. And we miss it. You know, I realized that I was missing this beauty of the life I'd been given. And she was she was helping me remember. So it was beautiful, beautiful. It, it, sound, it sounds so very special. You know, it's interesting because we don't have, we, I don't know that we value here, that we value the life of, of other animals, of other beings. We, yeah. we hold yeah. the human being yeah. as the most whatever. And, and these animals yeah. are gifts, really, truly gifts. Um, there was one woman on on my show who actually, communicates with wild animals in Africa and goes mm-hmm. there and is teaching children about these mm-hmm. animals so that we're not doing poaching and whatever. To have yeah, the horses yeah. shared with you what they're what they see as their plight and what they see as the future and any commentary on on the human being. <laughs> yeah, well it it was really um strange because this, this I was having this obviously experience um uh which was you know my healing journey I, I was awakening to to you know who I was um and they were sort of expressing to me what we're doing to nature what we're doing to the world um how damaging it is and how um our life is precious but while this was happening it was, it never ended. And they just started to, um, they, they know where we're heading. They know, um, you know, where the world's heading. They, knew, they, they understand in this sort of biological way that we really need to um, observe. And, and I think and one wake. of the things that, I, yeah, wake up. And one of the things that, um, and which, which is why I knew I, as hard as I find it to to speak in these kind of situations, but I knew I had to do it because they showed me that animals are trying to mirror back to us about ourselves and what we're doing to ourselves, what we do to them, we are doing to ourselves and each other. And I thought that it was, you know, some of the things were quite a shock, really. Um, and like what? I, I, well, I, I think, um, you, you know, the, the cruelty, because I, uh, when we are, you know, because I had this, I really find it difficult when I see things that um, are being done to animals in the world, you know, I mean, in the, in the factory farming and all sorts of different kinds of slaughter and cruelty. And I, I asked, I, I asked them, I said, how do I go out and share your messages 
um, of love and, and compassion and forgiveness, even though all these things are done to you? How do I go out and do that without feeling resentment towards those who, who do cruel things? And they said that if I see an animal suffer or a person suffer, I, I honor them. And if I see someone, a perpetrator, then I pray for them and forever hold this forgiveness in, in my heart, you know, and um, I thought, I thought, gosh, you know, and that is how I start to step forward and step out and try to share um, the lessons that I learned, um, you know, because it can be quite difficult if somebody can't see from other perspectives. And, you know, you, you can feel quite, you can, you can think, why on earth can't you see it from this perspective? But they showed me patience, forgiveness, uh, tolerance, and just to keep sharing it and sharing it and sharing it and helping um, people see from other perspectives and through observation, through observing our animals, not just, just, not just with our eyes to sit and to observe in the present moment without thinking, without keep thinking the usual things that we think, but to keep looking layer by layer by layer. They are even even the communicating so much, even if it's not not through words. Yeah, sorry, John. You know, it's it, it's also what you're talking. It's also about observing with the heart. Like feeling and sensing what's going on with them and what they're what they're communicating and and it's yeah. it's so powerful. I mean, I think that even teaching us about forgiveness and tolerance when mm-hmm. we're seeing when you know when they're being slaughtered or or mistreated or yeah. abused, whatever, yeah. and and they and they're not initially wanting to strike out or or get yeah. back or. Re- in some way instead what they're saying to you which is beautiful is Mm -hmm. Helen like be forgive that forgive Mm -hmm. that person forgive Mm -hmm. that and 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 be able to move forward and which is pretty amazing and that is is an incredible lesson that we need to really learn so I think that's important how can you get how do you get the message out about what these animals are are teaching you? You have this beautiful um, book belief. Tell us about that. The book um was written in um and uh, I, I I think I'm getting braver to speak about it now because initially I wasn't I wasn't brave enough um because it was written in this uh, it was poetic, and I, I, I'm not a writer, so I thought I had no um, right to to share it, you know, because I not followed all the, the correct rules. I'd just written from my heart. But it was written in a way that it it was like I was on this ride, this journey with them. And um, so it just takes took me through this series of realizations. So as I was having them with the horses, I started to put pen to paper. And it was a very profound and healing thing to do. And I never dreamt that I would have had such um, a connection to writing, you know. Um, So 
so the book was just really this set of realizations. I mean, it it, it took me, um, I, I would say, to, to sort of prophetic kind of experiences in that um, they they would show me um, this huge uprising of uh, love throughout the throughout the world, and those who are who are um, sort of imprisoned um, maybe through you know, the way countries are run or the governments, um, you know, treat them, were were these beautiful souls that were really, um, were really preparing um, and they was going to show the world away. So they, they would show me again, even through human suffering, that there would be this phenomenal uprising and this beauty that was going to you know this freedom movement really throughout throughout earth so obviously through it's not quite an easy thing to um, <laughs> to try and share you know your horses have uh, just told me all this information and um people i just thought people think i'm crazy um but what i found was as time went on and i, I grew in confidence and i carried on learning and i carried on observing life and I started to learn to respond to the to the world rather than react. And I, I learned to speak up, which I found very difficult, and to say no. Um, that that was my initial way to share the work. And as I grew, I could share it with people that came here. And I think recently we. Uh, we're sharing it with children because I have such a passion for these younger people who are coming up and they have they do have so many answers uh, they just need to be listened to so we are um, so do, this year we're going to do horses believe that that we're coming into the end of the world or that like you said there that that we're really going to come into this understanding and loving and and whatever to to shift our world into something better. To, to have they given you insight yeah. into that? And yeah, what are they well, telling? They, they, yeah, they they. I think we are coming to the end. Um, I mean, our, my idea of the end is like tomorrow, but obviously, you know, time is um, much longer in. Um, Time. Well, there is no time. Uh, that's one of the things that I realised. Time was wasn't really um, existing. It was something that humans, you know, that we, um, well, yeah, we've created. But I, um, but yeah, no. I, they, there was a definite. Um, there was this period of 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 trouble on the earth, but then there was this uprising and this rebuilding uh, of of the earth and. There was this beautiful um, union, this uniting of energies, and it was so um, inspiring and uplifting that even though I knew there was toil ahead, that the only important thing to do was to connect to our hearts, to share our love, and to encourage each other to unite. And that many things in society have manipulated us into separating and, and thinking that we are we're not one where they, that certainly wasn't what I experienced when 
um, I surrendered to them <laughs> and, and experienced. Well, I totally support that, and and, and yeah. I teach that 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 yeah. connectiveness yeah. to to all beings yeah. and to that that oneness that that we're here. Yeah. And I believe, yeah. and I don't know if we're right, but I believe yeah. that we're entering into that place because we are doing yeah. destruction, whether we're realizing it or not. Yeah. And the, and yeah. there are other people like you and like me and many others yeah. who are here yeah. to spread love and light and, and say, Hey, wake <laughs> up, wake up. There's something yeah. better here that we have to connect to. So I'm hoping that that's where we're, that's what we're entering into now. Yeah. I'd like to see that well, in my life. Kind of, yeah. And that was, I think the shock really that, that it's here. And, and, I, and it took a little bit of getting, my head round when I when I physically thought about it that it, that we will witness this and that was quite a profound um, moment and I thought I've got to have the courage to to do the do the work uh, that I'm here to do and and it's that unity and that sharing that you 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 spoke about um, so you know I think it's amazing. so important. That you do speak up, that people like us do speak up because mm. we need that. And the more that that information comes out, that's why I do a lot of posting about connection and love and light and healing and to, and really being forgiving and kindness and whatever, because that's what we need. And when people awaken to that within themselves, because I believe that we have that that within us, we've just lost it. That's when we see yeah. what you already see, that connection to animals and to earth and mm-hmm. to to everything. Yeah. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. once in a while I'll find a dead animal and whatever and I bury yeah. it and I say your life and I do a little prayer. Your yeah. life is not on, yeah. you know, on Buddhist and what because I think it's important, like you said, to honor all honor. animals are gifts. To honor these these mm-hmm. incredible gifts these that we're given and not to just discount what we have I I think that's one of the big things that I saw that they they have this sole purpose too they they come with a job to do and they're trying to get us to see and I and that's why I what I look and watch and observe every animal that comes because if I observe that animal's job may be done if, if if I've heard its message, and um, so that's why I always encourage people to really look and see what that animal is trying to say. I think it's so important. Now, the haven is all is, is also mm-hmm. a place for animals that are recovering from illness or injury or trauma. Where? How do you get these animals? Do people bring them? To you, how do you find them? I just see these beautiful three black crows that are walking. Huge. They look oh. huge. I feed oh. the birds all the time. <laughs> They're walking across the street. I'm looking out the window. They're walking across the street looking for food. I mean, we don't even care for our animals. I have a whole garage filled with bird seed. <laughs> Same here. We we have um, a pigeon and doves that come and they stay. They all stay. <laughs> we, we where do you? How area. do these these animals that are injured or oh, need rehabilitation? Where do, where do you get them? Where do they come from? 
Um, it's usually word of mouth. Um, people usually come here when um, they've come to the end, mostly of the veterinary, you know, um, routes, and um, they're looking for uh, an environment where we will we'll, we're listening to the what the animals saying rather than what. Um, I mean, I don't, this sounds bad. When I say that what the professionals have said, I, I don't mean that in any disrespect to the vets because they are, you know, we've had it, we had something recently and, and the vet was fantastic. But what we do here is we watch each animal and then adjust the environment according to what the body language is saying, how they are mentally, how they are physically, emotionally. And we start to create an environment which is stimulating if, if it's stimulation they need and it's amazing how quick the healing process begins because you know the immune system starts to um uh improve and you know many horses that have been stood in because of injuries become depressed so you've got this huge knock-on uh, knock-on effect through all the systems of the body which are slowing down or um uh, you know, there's other issues rising, um, other health issues will rise because they aren't getting the movement that they need or the nutrition or the playtime because they are social animals and being with the friends and playing is a really important part of day-to-day -day life. And the stimulation of looking for food. So we create um, a track system where you know, like in nature, they would be moving and looking for food daily. And that is part of, um, you know, I think it's like humans, you know, it makes us feel good when we've exercised and been out and uh, and done something uh, to get the, the body moving. So um, usually, yeah, it's word of mouth. And um, we then just observe. Observation is the biggest part of our routine and we start to watch and we work on every area of that horse's life so whether it needs um physical therapies um nutrition movement feet we look at everything uh, head to toe um and really i think the animals that come know that they are very much part of their healing because we listen and it's it's beautiful. Somebody said to me really recently, they said they're just not like normal dogs and horses here. They they just seem so interested. And I think that <laughs> is the thing. We, they're interested because, because we've got this connection and we don't see them as objects. You know, they are... Uh, yeah, very, they're, um, they're responding to to how you are responding to them, and and that's it's like an animal that's being tortured. It, it you know may be wary or whatever, but an animal that feels loved and respected is going to yeah. give you yeah. much more information and and want to share more because it feels that it yeah. can, and that and yeah. that we're listening. So I love what you're doing. We can talk for hours, but we really can't. Yeah. So would you tell our listeners, Helen Brennan, how they can get a hold of you, find out more about the sanctuary, find out how to get a hold of your book, Belief, and more? Yeah. Um, well, we have a website, which is um, belief444.com. 
Uh, you'll see the horses on there. And we are slowly getting more into the technology and updating um, more things. And we've got the blogs going now. And we've got an exciting um, program this year for young people in our area and encouraging them to write because I had such a phenomenal experience from writing. So we're trying to get young people um, connected to nature and writing about it and hopefully um, healing themselves um, as well. Uh, so the books are available on Amazon UK, Amazon USA and Smashwords. And um, on Facebook, it's Helen B. Books. And you can see updates of the horses and the blog. And we've just taken um, a rescue donkey in and he's turning out to be fabulous. So he's quite comical. So it's quite fun to watch. <laughs> but also we've got um, a, a fabulous um, young um, group, um, singer, uh, songwriter and band, who are um, producing a song that the horses have written. So that's something to really look forward to. We're really excited about that. So if you want to tune in, and um, and that should be out soon. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Helen, Brennan, for all that you do, for all that you are, for your connection to these beautiful sentient beings and for bringing that information and that insight to us. I, so, I certainly appreciate that and appreciate you. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Appreciate you too, uh, Dr. Joanne, for having me on the show. <laughs> thank you so much. Have a beautiful day and a beautiful new year. And you. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks a lot. So think about what Helen Brennan talked about, because oftentimes we take not only the animals or pets or animals that are here, but we also take people for granted. And remember what, what Helen said about these animals that are here to teach us about forgiveness and love and patience and recognizing the the specialness in each and every one of us, and when I say us, I'm not just talking about the human beings, but all of the beings that are here in the world, here to teach us something, and here to live and love cooperatively, and we need to wake up to that idea. So thank you so much. Remember, this show is called Power Your Life because you have the ability and the wherewithal within you to power your life even if it's just taking one little step and do that today. And be sure to recognize the beauty that's within you and the beauty that's here and share it. And thanks for joining us. If you want to get a hold of me, you can go to my website, docwhite.org, and find out more about upcoming shows and blogs and other interesting material. And thank you so much for being here, and hopefully we'll connect again. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit docwhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.